Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. It's the first one of the new year, 2018. Jay and I took a couple weeks off for the holidays, and as you can see, Jay's not with us today. He's actually traveling on business, um, and I almost forgot. Bear with me, Jason. Yeah. Music Biz Weekly Podcast is brought to you by HypeBot.com, and we have lots of love for Bruce and everybody at HypeBot. Thank you so much for everything you did for us last year, and we're looking forward to an exciting 2018. Everybody head over to HypeBot. That's where you get all the best um, music-related news, marketing tips, advice, everything else. So we're kicking off 2018. We've got a guest joining us and sitting uh, sitting in, I guess you might say you're kind of sitting in for Jay today. We've got Jason Griskoff. It's another Sub Jay, right? Another yeah. Jay, exactly. And you're from, uh, Jason, you're with SubmitHub. I am SubmitHub, yes. You are SubmitHub. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're a small team. So, um, you know, I always like to... Never assume that listeners know everything we're talking about because our audience is very much made up of of young, new DIY musicians who are just learning what's going on out there. So give us the the quick five-minute, two-minute, however many minutes you need spiel. What is SubmitHub? Okay. Um, SubmitHub is a website that makes it really easy to send your music to bloggers. So... The concept was born of the fact that I myself am a blogger and over the course of building up my website's influence within the industry, my inbox kind of followed that trajectory in terms of being more and more saturated. So uh, by the end of 2015, it was getting to the point where I was getting nearly 300 emails a day from wow. new artists, established artists, publicists, etc., all trying to get a feature on Indie Shuffle, my music blog. And I wasn't alone. It was it was symptomatic of the entire blogosphere. And there were these mailing lists that you could buy that had all of our emails in it, so people would just get this, paste it all into the CC line, the next thing you know, your inbox was completely out of control. And the next thing you would have to do as an artist, of course, is hire a publicist, because whenever you sent out these bulk emails, us bloggers were just deleted all of it before we even looked at it. It kind of it, sucked it, it, the joy. It's, it's something that in in publicists like to call spray and pray. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. you spray out an email and you pray somebody does something with it because you're not following up on it. You don't have the yeah. relationships with these people. Well, see, that's, that's the good thing. The publicists are coming in and they're saying, look, spray and pray doesn't work. You've tried it. You sent out an email to 300 people. You got seven responses. And they were all autoresponders. So, hey. Yeah, exactly. And um, publicists built a huge business around this. And they were becoming increasingly more aggressive and demanding. And uh, their tactics for getting in touch with you, uh, you know, they'd start off on a friendly note. Uh, for example, they'd ask you, go out for a beer. And you're thinking, yeah, sure, I'll take a free beer. And next thing you know, you sort of owe them. And there's this dynamic where, as a blogger, you're saying, well, no, I, I don't want you to influence me that way as soon as I let people sort of buy their position on my blog, then I've lost my integrity as a tastemaker. Sure. So anyway, this all came to a head, and at the end of 2015, I thought, screw it, there's got to be a better way. And uh, I myself was doing a lot of coding on Indie Shuffle, and I, I'd sort of hit this turning point where I wanted to learn some different languages. So I threw together a quick website using a couple cool, unique, new coding languages, 
And the whole principle was just that people would type in the artist name, the song title, and a link to the song. And then it would all just show up on my side in this really easy, consistent feed of songs, sort of like a SoundCloud feed. And I could just click play, give it a thumb up, thumb down, and that was it. So no longer having to deal with hundreds of emails, which were you know, never the same template. Right. Um, <laughs> instead, I all just I had it in one spot. I didn't have to open up a new tab to listen to every song and then go like, okay, wait, which email was this one for? And within a week or two, I had quite a few other bloggers knocking on my door going, hey, yo, can you, um, can you code that for like, more people to be on it? And so, yeah, I went and you know, coded a couple more things. And next thing you know, there were 10 blogs on there. So if you were an artist, you could kind of choose the blogs you wanted to send to. And I thought, okay, well, now, you know, we should do some genre filtering. So I added four genres, indie rock, hip hop, electronic, and other. And... So these things just started building. It was a very organic thing. I didn't go into it with the expectation of, of a fully structured company. I think a lot of startups make that mistake. They they try to solve every problem before they even launch. I was just, with I was, Spithub, it was yeah. I was just gonna say as you're describing this, it 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 did it does sound very organic. It sounds like you had a real problem you needed to solve. And it mm -hmm. turns out other people had that, where, as you were saying, a lot of startups, I've seen this for decades, they invent a problem. This is yeah. the problem we're going to solve. And people are like, but that's not a problem. Ah, oh, but we have a tool that solves the problem. Yeah, but it's not a problem. <laughs> and, then, and then they never actually launch the tool because they're so busy trying to figure out all the corner cases, et cetera, et cetera. Um, anyway, it, it, yeah, it got off running really quickly. And so... To come full circle to your original question of what is SubmitHub, uh, today it's a really easy way for a musician to guarantee that their song gets considered by blogs, playlisters, record labels, etc. It doesn't mean that you're going to get the coverage that you want, and it doesn't mean that you're going to um, even get nice, I mean, you might actually end up getting some pretty negative words, but you're guaranteed that real people on the other side who've never heard your music before and don't have any emotional ties to it are going to listen to it. So, so I was, I was going to say what, what is you, you say you, you, you're guaranteed consideration. What does consideration mean that somebody will actually hit the play button and, and listen? You, yeah. So there, um, there, there are two ways to submit your song on submit hub. One is with free credits and then one is with premium credits and premium credits as the name implies cost a little bit more, but they, they come with something extra. So the money that you spend on those premium credits gets dangled in front of the blogs. It's like a, a carrot on a stick, and it says, hey, you, can, you want this? You want this? Cool, I'll let you have it if you meet three conditions. You need to listen to at least 20 seconds of my song before you make a decision. And that might not seem like a long period of time, but... I mean, at the, you've been at, in the music industry yeah, a long time. I was going to say, anybody who's a blogger, a writer, anybody yeah. who, you know, 20 seconds... You know, a lot of times after five seconds, you're done. Well, you, you, you at least know whether you want to listen to the next 20 right. seconds. And after five seconds, you might be like, Jesus, no, no. Even if the next three minutes are the most amazing song ever, I would have to listen to these five seconds every time. And I won't do that. So with premium credits, you're guaranteed that they will listen to at least 20 seconds. You're guaranteed that they'll respond within 48 hours, which is sort of a big thing because with that spray and pray approach, you never know when that response is coming. And then also we're living in an age of 
instant gratification. I mean, the internet gives you everything you could ever want at your fingertips. So to say, great, you've sent this off to 50 blogs and they all have to respond within 48 hours actually means things happen quite quickly. Um, and the third thing is they have to make a decision. They have to say, I like this song. I'm going to put it in a playlist or I'm going to blog about it or I'm going to upload it to my YouTube channel. Or they say, I don't like this song. And if they don't like that song, they need to explain why. And that's, that's been one of the things that I've spent a lot of time on over the two years is sort of coaching these guys into how to provide the why not feedback without coming across as generic or copy pasting it or like how do you give something back to the artist i know they're only dangling a small amount of money in front of your your face but in 10 words is there something you can tell them about their song that would make it better for you so so as and for a quick comparison the free credits get what uh they show up in the bloggers queue but the blog doesn't have to respond within 48 hours they don't have to explain why they don't like it, and they don't have to listen to at least twenty seconds. So, 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 so at least, at least, free and premium go out to the same people, but mm -hmm. free, you have no idea if anything happens. If unle well, unle unle unless somebody actually does take action, and then you get the feedback. And the good thing is that they all take action. So, on an any average day, Indie Shuffle is one of the more sent two blogs on SubmitHub, but let's say we get 100 submissions in any given day, about 70 of those will be premium submissions, and those filter up to the top of our queue. They get organized in order of the date that they came. The remaining 30 of those are standard credits. So there's about, there's anywhere between two or three of us active on the queue at any time. Once we get through those 70 submissions, we're kind of tired. Yeah, so we just spend not, time you listening may not get to, to the this. free ones for a, for a while. We do. We do get to them. We always want to clear that queue. Well, no, you, always try I, to hit but zero. what I'm saying is you may not get to them right away. It may take you a exactly. little bit longer to get to them. But, but the thing is, by the time we get to them, they're actually some of my favorite submissions to go through because it's such a relaxed and easy, like you, you get to do that, that judging a book by its cover, so to speak. But I can listen for five seconds and go, nah, not for me. Or 20 seconds, but I go, that's pretty cool. I can listen for three minutes and decide it's just missing something but I don't have to explain what it is. And so you'll find almost all of the blogs on the Submit Hub respond to all of their standard questions, I mean submissions, and they typically do so within 48 hours. And that's just because it's, it's sort of this gamification on their end. You want to like clear the queue, finish it, make sure everything's gone. Um, plus you want to find good music. So I've, I've found almost half of my approvals have come from the standard pool of submissions because it can it's be just as good. So, so uh, let, let's chat a little bit about the blogs themselves. Can anybody submit mm -hmm. to be one of your blogs? Anyone can apply. But, um, but you will we, review them for what? We review every single applicant that we get. So we probably get about 20 a day, and I think we let about three or four of them through. The type of recipient that can apply varies from music blogs in the traditional sense to YouTube channels or Spotify playlists or SoundClouders. So let's go with those, those music blogs. We sort of have a standard where we're looking for some sort of engaged following that extends beyond just like parents and siblings. So anyway, we usually put a ballpark around a thousand followers on some network and they need to look like they're engaged. They're not bought 
Um, and engagement could just mean if you have a thousand Twitter followers and you get two retweets on a post, like it seems real. It's we all know that a thousand followers doesn't mean a thousand reposts. Right. right. Um, we'll also look for the longevity of that blog. Is it brand new? Does it look like they just created this blog because they're hoping to get on Submit Hub so they can make some money? Or have they been doing this for a while? Because that, that's what we want is the guys who have some sort of history to this. They, they went into music blogging because they just liked writing about music and finding songs. And um, the last criteria, of course, that we look at with these guys is, are they doing blog posts? Do their blog posts look good? Are they, are they not copy pasting? It doesn't look like they're allowing people to pay for blog posts. We really, that's like an instant no when we're reviewing these. If we find someone who's willing to $50 and they'll put a post up about your album. Mm -mm. We don't want that. So um, those are those are the primary criteria that we would have with a blog. And it, when a blog is accepted mm -hmm. um, and they're getting these premium submissions, um, how strict are you of coming back and going, hey, guys, you're, you're getting a little lazy here. <laughs> you haven't responded. This is your first warning. This is your second warning. Third warning, you're out because you're you're getting lazy. So I, I'm trying not to force anyone's hand in any way. A lot of the people that we sign up who, who go active end up deciding, you know what, this isn't for me. It's it's too much work. It's not enough money. It's relentless. And they just, it's not fun for them. And there's no way I would come back to them and be like, oh, you're missing out on a great opportunity. You don't know what you're doing. So we give them complete free reign. I mean, I've got a couple automated emails that I've gone out to sort of remind them, hey, you haven't checked in for 72 hours, so we're just going to set you inactive for now. And then after a week, I follow up, like, is there anything you, we could have done better, yada, yada. But um, as far as trying to encourage these guys to stay on there, it's, it's simply about providing, we're solving that problem for them. And if they feel like that problem has been solved, and in this case, the problem is just that too many people want their attention and they don't have enough time, then um, they stick around. And if they feel like we're not solving that problem for them, then they leave. And we don't, we don't force them to, but I think the product itself works well enough that there are still at least, there's like close to 50 blogs who've been using it for two years, and, and the website's only two years and three months old. So those guys have stuck around. Sure. But of our, our 400 active right now, I think over the course of two years, we have had 1,200 active at some point. Okay. So that means that 800 over the two years have sort of, maybe they just never got started. Um, we've also kicked people off. So I think we spend more of our time policing bad behavior. So we're looking for people who are trying to sell things. We're looking for people using a marketing funnel giving generic feedback, attempting to get, like I've got a bunch of code in place to prevent copy-paste and similar feedback, but people try. They try. And I don't know if this is something you want want to reveal or discuss, but what, how much does the blog make off of a premium submission? So the blogs are making, um, by default, they're making 50 cents per submission. And then the... Um, they have the option of sort of doubling or even tripling their price. So some of the really big guys came on and they're like, come on, come on we're, we're huge. What are you underselling us? And so, again, this is sort of the adaptive nature of the product. I went ahead and coded a way for them to double their price or triple their price. So those guys are earning a dollar or a dollar fifty per submission. And they're, they're getting, you know, 50, roughly 50 submissions a day. 
okay. at that price. So for about an hour, hour and a half, they'll make about $50, 50 to 60 depends. Now, so it, it's not huge go, go, money for some of these guys, but for others, it's like a great way to support the hobby that you have. Well, it's, it, to, to me, it seems like it's kind of a win-win. Hey, I can make a little bit of money, but I've also got a problem that's been solved for me, which mm -hmm. that in itself is probably worth more than 50 cents per submission to them is that their time is valuable and you've given them a tool to to better manage their time. So as you said at the beginning, you don't have an inbox with 300 emails, which, yeah. you know, when I, when I talk to many of my clients who want to submit their music through even a publicist or anything, I'm like, you got to remember that inbox of whoever you're sending it to is just flooded and why is yours going to get any more attention than the hundreds of others who are jumping up and down at the same time you know there's an interesting uh follow-through effect that i've noticed over the last two years as a result of this and that is that it's getting harder and harder to tell who the up-and-coming bands are and and i think the reason for that is because submit hub has leveled the playing field and really opened up that diversity of choice. And, and I mean, there's so much music out there. Prior to this, the bloggers were all ignoring their emails. They weren't being exposed to those independent artists. And all that was really hitting their radar was what the other bloggers were posting and what publicists were managing to sneak in. And so right. it became this echo chamber um, 2010, 2011, 2012, 2013, where uh, are you familiar with Hype Machine? Oh, yeah. Cool. So a Hype Machine blog, if your song got picked up, next thing you know, you'd have 20 or 30 blogs writing about you because it's this echo chamber. All the blogs are just watching Hype Machine's charts to figure out what they should post because their emails are too cluttered to even touch. And um, SubmitHub seems to have really shifted that because when you go look at Hype Machine now, there are very few tracks, particularly new tracks, that are getting... 20 or 30 blog posts. They're all getting two or three or four, maybe five. But those big numbers aren't happening as much. And what you're seeing instead is this, this massive diversity of, holy crap, there are a lot of really decent artists out there with the occasional song that I quite like. And it's, it's like, I can't even tell you half of the bands I've blogged in the last year. And because I've gone from blogging what all the other blogs were blogging to suddenly just focusing on my submit hub queue and being like, I like this song. Don't know who this band is, but I like the song. I'm going to blog it. And so it's, it's, um, I don't know if it's making things better or worse. <laughs> like from a listener's perspective, how <laughs> do you find what is good? Um, at some point you sort of need someone to point you in some direction. Um, even for bloggers, like we need some direction at some point, you can't just find it all yourself. And, um, it's becoming so scattered with every musician having the ability now to pick up three or four blog posts that um, it's difficult to tell who who you should be paying attention to and, and who not to. And right, right. I, yeah. So so th this is probably a very obvious question, but again, I want to ask it because there's probably somebody out there listening who, who has the question. Um, can you filter who you're going to submit to by your genre or by other specific fields so you can better spend your premium credits yeah uh it's a great question it, it's it's also one of the most important parts of submit hub is, is that transparency so when you are creating 
a campaign to send your song off to all these blogs, there are actually a lot of filters you can use. So there are about 50 genres on there. You can then also filter by uh, location. So you can show me all the blogs in the UK who take heavy metal. You might not get that many, but like, do all the blogs in the US that take hip hop. You'll probably get a, a huge chunk of them. Um, so once you've done these filters, it takes it a step further and it shows you little notes that accompany each blog or label next to them saying things like, hey, so the, you, you filtered hip hop. This blog says they like hip hop, but we can tell from their history that they've only approved hip hop 3% of the time. So just know your odds here. Right. So we're trying to make everything as upfront for another note that we might show, for example, is this blog's got 57 songs that they approved but haven't yet shared yet. So they've got quite a backlog. You might want to hold off on that. Um, and, and, ba- ones- and, ba- and based on those <laughs> notes, can can the can the artist then individually deselect certain blogs and then say, all right, well, that's fine. Then I just Opposite. won't submit to that one. They, they have to select them. So we don't okay. do any pre-selection for you. It. Um, it's, all, it's all a decision you can make yourself. And I think a lot of... What has worked for me running SubmitHub as as like a we're a two man team on on SubmitHub, and um, a lot of the success has been preempting people's questions and trying to set expectations before it happens. So there's almost ten thousand submissions a day, and I'm only dealing with about ten customer support queries per day, which is a really small number. Really and good. I think a lot of it just has to do with setting expectations up front. Hey, you've sent it to a bunch of blogs. Don't get your hopes up. The rejection rate is 90%. That means that even if you send it to 100 and you do really well, 90 out of 100 is still going to tell you no. So anticipate that. And you know, I had to sort of work a lot on that psychological stuff because when I first launched this website, I got some serious hate mail from artists being, you know, wondering how, how on earth their song could be rejected because their song is definitely the best new song out there. And oof. Well, you know, yeah. and... and, and- Part of what I imagine you've you've dealt with, you know, over the last couple of years is you're competing with people out there who try to basically say, "We'll guarantee you placement. We'll guarantee you a listen." We'll, you know, and 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 I've always told clients, avoid the people who say, "I guarantee," because you can't guarantee when when it comes to true blogs and music and stuff like you cannot guarantee something. Mm-hmm. Unless something is happening behind the scenes that is not necessarily ethical. Yeah, I mean, they really lose all their credibility, particularly in the blogging world, if one sells content. And I, I think it's a generally held standard by most bloggers. When we see someone who is doing that, they're just going to be out. Mm-hmm. So, so, so one, one, don't, one of the don't things- buy it. One of the things you mentioned, and and early on I wrote this down as a question, but you brought it up. So this isn't only submitting to blogs. It's submitting to playlists. And playlists Mm. are, they're the hot thing now. You know, getting your track added into somebody's playlist is is really the new getting your song added to radio. That's the equivalent. You know, what it was in the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, getting it into radio. Now you need it on a Spotify playlist. Mm-hmm. So Not just you, any Spotify playlist. You need it on the official Spotify well, playlist. Yeah, they're, 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 and, and Jay and I have talked about this in depth many times. There's two types of playlists. There's Spotify's own playlists, 
and there's third-party user-generated playlists. Mm -hmm. The best playlists are the Spotify ones, no question. Those are also going to be the hardest ones to get into. That's not to say, though, ignore third-party playlists because there's some massive third-party playlists out there. But the challenge has been, how do you submit to those third-party playlists? Because Spotify, within their own user interface, doesn't have an easy way to say, I'd mm. like to send user ABC my track to consider. I'd like to email them. I'd like to contact them. There's no way of doing that easily right now. There's a lot of detective work where you've got to take their username and see if it's the same username on Twitter and does their Twitter link yeah, yeah. to a Facebook account, you know, whatever. So how many how many playlists are you currently tracking? Great question. Um, so as we go through all of this, I can tell you that it, it's all there. You don't even have to log in to see this information. Um, so if anyone goes to submithub.com slash blogs, they'll see it. So I'm just going to go in here and on the left-hand side, I'm going to click under additional filters has a Spotify channel and I show up with 121 out of 281 blogs, channels, etc. that have a Spotify channel. So some of these are quite small. I mean, a lot of bloggers have gone, oh, whoa, 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 we're noticing everything's about Spotify too. So they've started to kick off their own Spotify playlists. Um, so that, that larger number includes some small followers, but then we also have a breakdown. If you scroll further down on the filters under outlet type, you can look at the guys who are exclusively Spotify channels. These are folks who, I mean, that's that's pretty much their name, their claim to fame. And um, of those, it looks like we've got about 18 active. So it's still small, but I mean, 18 dedicated Spotify third-party playlisters and then 121 playlists in total that you can submit to. Sorry, not playlists, but playlisters. And I think... What's what's interesting here? You mentioned rightly so that that you know there are two types of playlists. Getting in the Spotify playlist is the holy grail, but contacting those guys is near impossible, and it's intentional. They do not want to open themselves up to the public because yep. they've got enough on their hands. They've got their special label connections that they have to be in touch with, and then they've got their secret methods for finding songs, and they haven't been so secret about those. We kind of know what they are, so. One of them is obviously they're paying attention to what other folks in the industry are talking about. So they're real people. They're going to shows. They're reading blogs. They've got friends who run record labels, etc. So they kind of know what's going on, and they don't want emails telling them. The second thing that Spotify hasn't given the technical breakdown of, we know that they look at signals such as how many playlists a song has been included in, how long listeners listen to them, etc. They're collecting all this data and they're using that to try and automatically identify songs that have really good potential. And um, I think like the New Music Fridays playlist, for example, is one that is almost entirely based on algorithms, trying yep. to figure out based on your listening behavior and the listening behavior of people who are similar to you, etc. They've got these crazy formulas going on. So the school of thought with third-party playlists then is that even though some of, most of them won't get you many players because a lot of those guys actually built up their following about two years ago when Spotify used to feature third-party playlists before they took it all in-house. Yep. So they might not get you plays, but you're getting on a playlist. And, and you that don't know might behind-the-scenes influence the algorithms. 
even if even if that playlist only has 50 followers, it could be from one of these bloggers who uh, Spotify has gone and identified as a trend. Like we have no idea how they're identifying people, who they're identifying, etc. But I think I think there is definitely some truth to the fact that the more playlists you get your song in, the better it's going to influence that algorithm. It doesn't mean that you got a good song. It doesn't mean you're going to make it, but it, it's certainly going to help. And, you know, and, and, and I almost look at third-party playlists as um, equivalent to, like, a college radio campaign. Mm. You know, college radio, and listen, and, and, and I'm not talking down on it because I came out of college radio, but I, I understand the fact that a lot of college radio has almost zero listeners to your college radio station. You know, well, yeah, they've you know, they, got the, the 10 the, listeners who work there. Yeah, the, exactly. The, 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 the jock who's on the air and whoever's hanging out in the lounge out front are hearing the music. <laughs> um, but it's all a little stepping stone to keep moving up the chain to get to something bigger and better. And if you can show that a bunch of third-party playlists have listened to your song and have added it, eventually the hope is that's going to have somebody bigger go, well, you've got some history. Because, again, so many people just follow the trends and follow the leader. Mm. You know, I don't want to be the first one to jump all over some song, but if everybody else seems to like it, I'll start adding it. So don't ignore those third-party playlists even if it's only got 10 followers or 20 followers mm -hmm. you know it it's the 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 only cost to you is if you pay for a premium credit to get it submitted and you know that's a pretty inexpensive cost to, to relative to, to a publicist it's definitely quite 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 cost effective yeah 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 and you know and at the end of the day again as a marketing person i sit here and go it also gives you something to talk about now. You mm. can talk about I got added to this playlist. And and reality, you know, perception is reality in this day and age. So a lot of people aren't going to sit here and dig into, well, is that really a great playlist you got added to to find out if it's legit? Most people you're talking to are going to go, "Wow, you got added. Awesome." Yeah, yeah. You know, they just think it's big. And it's like it's not yeah. your it's not your job to go out there and say, well, I got added to this small piddly little playlist. No, I got added to a playlist. That you know, make a deal out of it. Super true. Yeah, it's about building that that artist resume so that one day when you do get a shot at sitting down with that major label, you go, yeah, yeah, look, we did this, then we did this, then we did this, then we hit number three on the hype machine, then we did this. We, so, we yeah, we know how to go out there and do it on our own. And if somebody else is going to come in and start helping me we're right there with you you know yeah, yeah. We're, we're we're not naive to this so um is there anything we missed in relationships to submit hub that you want to make sure we've discuss um no i mean i guess i would just say the general ethos of it is that it's not there are a lot of people in the music industry trying to take your money and and hustle and sell you the next big thing and and I, I haven't ever sold SubmitHub as that, and I, I don't want it to come across that way. It's it's simply a tool for connecting artists and bloggers. And if it works, they use it. If it doesn't work, they don't use it. And and people are liking it. So <laughs> I keep building it. I keep improving it. I keep making it better. Um, so I think, 
I'd, I'd like to think we run a slightly different like music business in that sense. We're, we're not we're not coming across as a business. We're not trying to sell our tools. It's just the product speaks for itself. It, like I, I've done no marketing to date. I guess this is is this marketing? <laughs> this is marketing. <laughs> All right, well, you, you reached out to me. Well, I, anyway, I haven't like gone on any circuits or tours. We don't we don't do promoted posts. We're, like I, I'm actually anti social media, so we're not even really doing anything there. So, yeah, it's just a tool that that hopefully helps people expose their music to bigger audiences. And even if it doesn't hit a bigger audience, it's one of the first times a lot of indie musicians get someone giving an honest take on their song. Because you kind of get trapped in this, you know, your girlfriend listens to it, she likes it, your parents say it's the best song ever. And and when you send it on Submit Hub, sometimes it's like that first real wake-up call of, all right, maybe my music's not for everyone. Um, or maybe I need to actually go do some stuff on this. And Because the, the guys on the blogging end, they don't know you and they don't see you and they just get to type into a little box and, and it's that sort of keyboard warrior type thing. Anyway, it, I've heard some artists say it's been very helpful for them in that sense, and I've also heard artists say that I deserve to die and the website should be burned. So, <laughs> like, people have different experiences on this, and and I guess that's just part of the journey. You, you, you know what? I mean, you're dealing in that area of the music business, press and publicity, where so many artists just don't want to spend the money unless there's a guarantee. Mm. You know? Uh, I will gladly spend $200, $500, $1,000, but you have to guarantee me you're going to get me these placements and these listens and these reviews and X amount of interviews. And and when you say, I'm going to be honest with you, I can't guarantee it, but I'll bust my ass and I'll get it in front of the people, then they feel like you're scamming them, you're cheating them. Mm. And it's just like, but that's the nature of this business is you can't guarantee it it goes back to Mm. what i said earlier avoid the people who guarantee it i guarantee you a spotify playlist placement i guarantee you a review i guarantee you placement on some service don't that's not legit yeah yep the only thing we'll guarantee you is that they listen and if they don't listen then hey you get your credit back you can use it on someone else who might well, that, then, that, then that's good to know. So if if you spend is that so if you spend a premium credit and it isn't listened in the time frame, you get your credit back. Yeah, yeah. If um, any of those three, they got the bloggers have to tick three those boxes. Three they got to respond within forty eight hours, listen for at least twenty seconds, and if they don't like it, they need to explain why in ten words or more. And uh, those words cannot be copy pasted, and they cannot be the same as their previous feedback. They can't even be similar. I'm using something called the Levenstein formula to try and match similarities between their feedback and make sure it all stays within some boundaries. So you get those three checkboxes done, the blog gets to take your money. If they don't, you get it back, and um, 48 hours later, you're creating another campaign with however many credits you got back. So I mean, the response rate, I think, is 75%-ish. So if you send it to 100 blogs, you'll probably end up getting 20 or 30 of those credits back at the end of 48 hours, which you can then cycle again. Try try a different song, try different blogs, whatever sure. you want. Okay. Yeah. And 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 I, I know you've mentioned already once in, in our discussion here, but submithub.com 
yep. is where people would go to sign up to to take part of in this, right? Yeah. Yeah, and it. and uh, I I you know I know if you I can't remember if it's on the FAQ page or what page, but your email's right there. Your contact information. So if people have questions, they can they can reach you directly. Correct. I'm I'm pretty good at responding. The only time I don't respond is when I'm asleep, and I'm I'm all the way down <laughs> in South you? Africa. So how dare you? I know. Well, I wake up at regular intervals and uh, you know just double check. Right. Um, no, I, um, it's it's a trick I learned while I was in the, the corporate world is to just uh, respond to every email as soon as you see it. And and that way you keep sort of a zero inbox thing and you don't have to worry about dealing with it later. Right, so right. Um, I'm the same. If anyone emails me, I'm happy to chat. There's also on, on SubmitHub, the chat rooms too. So um, sort of like going back to the IRC days. I don't know if you used oh, IRC. I remember IRC, yep. Yeah. So they're just chat rooms anyone can go into for the artists. So all the artists can chat to each other. Is a bloggers chat room. That one's by far the most active. So all the bloggers are constantly chatting to each other, and it's it's a private chat room. Um, there's one for the record labels because there's 120, about 120 record labels on on the site as well, using it for their demo submissions. Um, and and yeah, the artist is a listen to this chat room. You got paste your links, and there's some rules in the listen to this chat room. You're not allowed to paste a link until you've clicked on someone else's and told them what you think about their song. So yeah good well good for you I, I you know this 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 just sounds like a really good service with the artist in mind this wasn't necessarily yes it was built to solve a problem that the bloggers have but you've done a great yeah. job making sure the artists are taken care of and covered and you know it's it's not it's it's not a service that's trying to just take money that, that's how I would like to see it. So, yeah. yeah. So far, people are mostly happy. Yeah, Jason, um, I want to thank you for joining us here in the Music Biz, Music Biz Weekly this week. This was uh, a really great chat, and I definitely think our listeners and our viewers are perfectly aligned for your service. Cool. They're welcome on, welcome on board. Thank you again, and Jason. How about this one? How about yes. this one? If, they, um, if any of your listeners... Shoot me an email at jason at submithub.com and they mention this podcast. I'm happy to give them some free credits to try out. Oh, even of the better. premium one. So even just just even shoot me better. an email and you can ask. We will yeah. we'll make sure they know about that. Jason. Cool. Thank you very much, man. All right. Cheers, Michael.